Hello, this is Bob Gray Sr. Welcome to the Ministry Moments Podcast. Hello, this is Bob Gray Sr. Welcome to Ministry Moments broadcast every Friday, 3 o'clock Central Time. Don't be late. And uh, go to Ministry Moments YouTube and subscribe. That way you'll get it every week. And go to Ministry Moments YouTube. There's a lot more in that toolbox that'll be of help to you. A weekly blog in there. And I get to rant and rave about something. <laughs> so you're going to take advantage of that. And then you can but and subscribe there because a lot of, a lot of different things there that'll be of help to you. So we've been discussing Sunday school. And uh, I, hope, I hope you're catching on, on here. This is... So vital. All the great ministries of the past, the foundation was laid with Sunday school. Um, Curtis Hudson, the great church in, in Atlanta, Forest Hills, um, and uh, Lee Robertson. Now, the sad part about it is because they vacated this foundation of, uh, of, of Sunday school, Forest Hills doesn't exist now. Highland Park doesn't exist now. And I think of Dallas Billington. Dallas Billington, uh, that, that church doesn't exist now. But he had 9,000 in Sunday school in 1969, and the local papers wanted to play him up as the world's largest church. He wouldn't let them. He said, no, 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 I have the world's largest Sunday school. That was on purpose because he understood. And then you, Brother Hiles, of course, the great Sunday school, and he, same thing. He, wanted, he received an award for the world's largest Sunday school. He never received an award for the world's largest church, and he was not, uh, he wanted to make sure everybody understood that Sunday school, Mrs. Hiles told me from day one, her husband was a Sunday school man from day one, from day one. And uh, he was that way all the way through. And so now I'm going to talk to you about what Brother Hiles tried to accomplish. He, well, he thought that Sunday school best accomplished. I mentioned this before. We had four children in the early 70s. And uh, we had their Sunday school teachers visited them every Saturday of the world. Amazing. 20,000 in Sunday school. But our kids received a visit from their Sunday school teacher every week of the world. I applaud them for that. And uh, sometimes pastors say to me, I can't get my Sunday school teachers to visit absentees. Well, the problem is your class is too big. Brother uh, uh, House had in the early 70s, we had 800 Sunday school classes, average 20, 25 apiece. Even the A bus ministry only averaged 20 to 25 apiece, few exceptions. And it was the college students that took B, C, and D and ran wild with it. But uh, Brother House wanted to know the importance of the individual. So I'm going to uh, pick up what I did last week, pick up from there, and what Sunday school best accomplishes and what Brother House thought it did. Number one, he wanted to provide an environment where people could bear each other's burdens. Did you realize that? He, he knew that Sunday school was that environment to where we're to bear one another's burdens. But if you've got 100 in your class, you're going to have a tough time. And you don't want to just quickly go through prayer requests or something. But listen, the smaller the class, the more intimate you, intimacy between knowledge of each other exists. And when somebody is sick or ill recently, Dr. Jeff Smale, president of our college, almost lost him. Uh, he had a knee replacement and they didn't follow up like they should have. And he got an infection. He liked to die. In fact, his heart quit beating. They coded him and they had to bring him back to life, but he's, he's fine now. But, uh, boy, don't you think that we as administrators weren't, man, we were praying, we were begging God 
Uh, and so it's that it's that type of intimacy that makes a difference. He, he wanted that. That was the purpose for the small class. And if you if you if you got a teacher can handle 10 and then they get to 15, split the thing, get them back down to 10. That's what they can handle. They can handle 15. If you keep going that way, they'll lose them. Uh, I hope you're catching on what I'm saying. But one of the what he thought Sunday school best accomplished was bearing one of those burdens. Number two, he wanted it to be the place where everyone had someone looking out for them. He would have somewhere in that monstrosity of 100,000 members and 20,000 attendees in Sunday school. There had to be somewhere, someplace where everyone was looking out for him. Uh, you class get ready to get started, you drink coffee, you, you don't, I'm, I'm for that, I'm for that. And uh, so then, uh, so you strike up a conversation, you get to know the person and so on. And what a blessing that is. But now they're not there the next week. Whoa, pick up the phone call, are you okay? Well, that shows concern. There has to be a place where all the burdens are borne throughout the class, small. So it means something. Then uh, looking out for them. Uh, I've had this happen in, 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 in Sunday school and in one of our adult classes. Guy lost his job. Went to Sunday school the next day. He lost it on a Saturday. Went to Sunday school the next day. And uh, one of the class members was chatting with me. He said, man, I lost my job. That laid off. Well, he said, they're hired where I'm at. Let me put a word in for you. Guess what? You got a job just like that. Well, somebody say amen. Now, what Sunday school best accomplished, Brother Hiles, wanted to provide an environment where people carried each other's burdens. He wanted it to be a place where everyone had someone looking out for them. Number three, he wanted it to make people feel like they belonged. There's this sense of belonging that makes all the difference in the world. I was tickled for my family to be a part of First Baptist Church of Hammond, Indiana. I don't know where all the critics came from, but it wasn't me. It wasn't my family. Man, I was excited about it. I think it helped me to be a better husband, a better father, a better Christian, a better soul, all the way around. Now, but I belonged. I was, I've told everybody I belong to the First Baptist Church of Heaven, Indiana. I was thrilled about it. I was tickled about it. And you ought to be tickled about it. But that's what Sunday school does. Sunday school provides an environment where we can bear one another's burdens. Sunday, what does it accomplish? It allows us to be in a place where everyone has someone looking out for them. Uh, we wanted, it wanted to make people feel like they belong. Very important belonging. I mentioned it last, uh, last broadcast. We've got these kids in Chicago. Oh, listen, I remember running the buses there, and I remember picking people up. We didn't have the gang wars that we have now. Oh, there was, First Baptist Church had an impact. You can't run 10,000 on buses in that Chicago area without having an impact. It had an impact on it. I just got a text last week from an adult who thanked me for running the buses and thanked me that he got saved, family got saved. He just thanked me for it. Thanked me for it. Now, I'm just saying to you that a belonging, and so that's what Sunday school will do, Calvary class, Timothy class, whatever, young couples class, whatever you want to call it. All right, number, uh, number, I said number three, he wanted people to know there's some place that they belong to. Number four, he wanted it to be a place where everyone, especially the newest Christians, could invite their friends. The small setting, it's not intimidating. The joking with each other, the laughter, uh, the having fun together, praying for one another. Who's got a prayer request? Praying for one another. Put your hand down. I'm talking about the class. <laughs> You're a real smart aleck, aren't you? Uh, so 
He wanted it to be a place where everyone, especially the newest Christians, could. And when a new Christian gets into that environment, and they sense that they belong, they sense that somebody's carrying their burdens with them. They sense that somebody's looking out for them, and they sense, "Wow, I can invite my family here. I can invite my friends here. I can invite my coworkers here. I can invite them here." I'll tell you, when I worked at Wisconsin Steel and I was able to invite coworkers to come, it was wonderful. Uh, all, we already had built a relationship. I got them to come. They got saved, got baptized, and then they were a part of that class. And so when I went to work, man, they came to me. They gravitated to me uh, because I could pray with them about things that they were burdened about and so on. All right. So number one, provide environment where we carry each other's burdens. What Sunday school accomplishes. Number two, want to be a place where everyone had someone looking out for them. Number three, he wanted to make he wanted to make people feel like they belong. Number four, he wanted to be a place where everyone, especially the newest Christian, could invite their friends. Uh, next, he wanted to be a place where people were being taught, not preached to. I mentioned in the last class, taught, not preached to, not preached to. Uh, in fact, I when C.W. Fisk worked for me, he worked for me some seven years. Sylvia Fisk said, uh, asked me if I'd like to see a memo that Brother House sent him about his first Sunday school class that he taught. And I said, yeah, I'd like to see it. And it was a long memo, but he, Brother House emphasized that thing. He said, I do not care if they stay for preaching. Now, I don't know. I said it right. Don't, don't leave me now. He said that memo to Brother Fisk, I don't care if they stay for preaching. Your job is to prepare them so that they'll be ready for the preaching. So he understood there would be a difference between the teaching and the nuts and bolts of the Bible and get into their world and that of the preaching hour. And so Brother Fisk got the people ready, and that's what a Sunday school teacher is supposed to do. Small setting, small numbers, you carry their burdens, they're looked out for, they, uh, they belong, and next thing you know, they, they feel warm enough in their relationship that they can invite their friends to come and not be worried about it. The preacher got off on some tangent or something. And, uh, and then they were being taught, not preached to. Last point. No, I'm sorry. I lied to you. I got two, two more. All right. Number six, he wanted it to be a place where people prepared to become Sunday school teachers. They, in a small setting, when they saw how the teacher taught, he had the lesson, was prepared for him. He went there prepared. He taught the lesson. And that gives the person sitting there a sense of, I think I can do this. So that when the challenge comes, they actually step up the plate. They, I think I can do this. I really do. I think I can. I, if Master was a teacher, I, I remember that Sunday school teacher. He really wasn't that hot. <laughs> but, but we've got this Superman image of Sunday school teachers and staff members and preachers and so on. It's just not true. But it, it gives them a sense of, I can do this. I can do this. Number seven, he wanted to be an evangelistic arm of the church. Now, I've got to go back and reestablish our, our thoughts here. Evangelism and soul winning, two separate ideas. Soul winning, cold turkey, total stranger, get them saved, pick them up, bring them to church, get them into a Sunday school class. Evangelism is where it's your world. It's your family members. It's your neighbors. It's co-workers. It's people that you're already in their world. And they're already in your world. And you have a good camaraderie with them. That's what evangelism is. So he wanted to be an evangelistic arm of, of the church. So Sunday school. It's where we'd reach out to your family members and invite them. Oh, you're talking about a thrill. 
to see somebody get saved. And then all of a sudden, one family member after another getting saved. Shorty Aiken. Shorty Aiken was my bus mechanic. He was a truck driver. Drank a lot. <laughs> Shorty. Of course, he was short. And uh, he got saved. But we got 18 family members of his family all got saved. Shorty's in heaven now. I remember the day he came to the, knocked on my door. He's working for me. as bus mechanic. He knocked on my glass door outside my office and came in and laid his head on my chest and, and was crying. And I thought, oh, no, somebody's died. And I said, sure, are you okay? He said, no, I'm happy. I'm happy. I want you to know it's been one year to the day that I've been dry. I've been sober. Thanks to you, preacher and the Lord. Oh, isn't that great? Isn't that great? Okay, what does Sunday school best accomplish? It's an environment where people could bear each other's burdens. It's a place where people looked out for them. It's a place where they felt they belonged. There was a belonging, a sense of Calvary class, Timothy class. I belong to this small Sunday school class. He wanted to be a place where everyone, especially the newest Christians, could invite their friends. It's small enough, not threatening, to where you can invite your friends to come to that class. He wanted to be a place where people prepared to become Sunday school teachers. When they were finally asked after being there for a year or two years or three, they would say to themselves, you know what? I think I could do it. I think I could, I think I could do this. And the pastor's asking me to do it. We've got to divide to multiply. All right. He uh, then last point, he wanted to be an evangelistic arm of the church. Again, I'm you're gonna have to change your, your definition here. Uh, soul winning cold turkey. I'm for it. I'm for it. We average 650 some people going out soul winning every week of the world. We had a thousand people saved a week. We had to go 129 miles to get to them, but uh but we, we had great soul and great soul and great bus ministry, great uh, reaching everybody with the gospel. Now, uh, I'm, I'm just saying to you, that's the soul winning aspect. Cold turkey, get them saved. But evangelism, I work with them. They're family members. I talked to them over the fence. We cut up back and forth. Uh, at Christmas time, I would take a fudge to all the neighbors and, and give it to them. Uh, I wanted them to know I want uh, I want to be in their world because I could invite them to come to Sunday school in a small Sunday school class. Well, I hope this is uh, being a help to you. Don't forget now, go to Independent Baptist Online College. You can take Sunday school course one. It's only going to cost you $50. Now, that's a savings. That's a tremendous savings. Sunday school course one has to be taken before you can go to course two and course three. So go to Independent Baptist Online College, and they'll instruct you as to what to do to take advantage of this special uh, Sunday school, Sunday school course one. So you do that. And then join us every Friday, three o'clock central time on ministry moments. And let's see, I think I've got, yes, one more class on Sunday school that I'm, of uh, course, uh, class, I should say ministry moments on Sunday school. So we just one more. You can survive that. Good grief. It's good for you. You're not going to, it's not going to hurt you. So you make sure that you're here next week and subscribe. That way you'll get this every week. Got one more session on Minister Moments of Sunday School. You join us.